Parenting is hard, but there's help. Welcome to Everyday Parenting with Mary Beth Henry, a licensed marriage and family therapist and parent educator. Everyday Parenting utilizes face-to-face, unscripted interviews with real parents, but names have been changed to protect their identities. Speech, language, and communication play a vital role in our lives. Without it, children have difficulty communicating their basic needs and can struggle academically or with peers. At Jabberdogs, speech-language pathologist Stephanie Mashik can help you or your loved one become a successful communicator. Based in Pasadena, California, Jabberdogs offers private speech and language therapy at affordable rates. They also take insurance, including Blue Shield and Anthem Blue Cross of California. Visit Jabberdogs.com for more information. That's J-A-B-B-E-R-D-O-G-S dot com. This is our second to last episode of season one. Please take some time and let us know what you think. Fill out a brief survey at bit.ly slash everyday parenting survey. We'll be able to use your feedback to shape season two. That's bit.ly slash everyday parenting survey. Today's episode is part of a group session recording. Marie is wondering what to do with her son who often seems overwhelmed and refuses to take part in some simple activities. So my name is Marie and I have a wife, Christine, and we have a five-year-old Lucy and a three-year-old Kai. And um, I wanted to talk about Kai today. He is a very, I don't know what the word is, he has a very strong personality in the sense that if he doesn't want to do something, doesn't seem to be any way around it. Like he digs in and is in for the long haul. And I don't know, I feel like just the last maybe three or four months, it's been harder to get him to do things that he doesn't like to do. For example, swim lessons. Like he hates going, getting his, hair, his head wet. He hates being in the water. Absolutely hates us passing him over to the person that's going to help, that sort of thing. I was good. I was doing like a weekly thing. I thought if I go at least once a week with him, he'll get better and then schedule happen. We haven't gone in a few weeks. But when I was doing that, every day he'd wake up when he'd see me. He says, do we have to do swimming today? Mm -hmm. Like he woke up, saw me stressed out. Are we doing swimming? And, and, you know, it's crying. It's not like the world's ending. Same with haircuts. We let (laughs) He had this terrible haircut because I promised him. We won't do the clippers, like the the, the buzzing, yeah, you know. The and mm-hmm. apparently, three-year-olds, if they have short hair, you need to do the buzzing. So <laughs> thankfully, I found another place that fixed the haircut with a very quiet buzzing thing, and okay. it worked. What else? We went to the snow, and we were with a bunch of friends. You know, we he knew it was happening. We were excited, all this stuff. Everybody got out of the car. Everybody's ready to go. He wouldn't put on the pants. He wouldn't put on the boots. He wouldn't put... So when everyone else went, an hour, maybe 15 minutes later, I got him in the snow. Mm. He ate three or four bananas in the car. Like, he was just happy, me and him being in the car, hanging out the whole time. And maybe that's what we just should have done and not done the, the snow. But I felt like, you not touched the snow. We're touching the snow today. So... <laughs> and he was okay. He was okay when we did it. But it wasn't... It wasn't... That's not what you want the snow experience to be, like what he was like. He Actually, we the two days before, we'd gone up there a little, or the day before, we'd gone up to the snow a little bit earlier, and he, we didn't put all the stuff on him. We just kind of ran out, touched the snow, and he seemed okay. It was cold, but he was okay. It was getting him to put on the stuff that he needed, the gear. He didn't understand why he had to put all that on. 
maybe. I, he's he's got some sensory stuff yeah, going. Yes, I mean, I, I mean is, yeah. that it's it definitely is, a sensory. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's like, just start you know, there. Right. Let's just start there. Let's okay. Look so at let's our go. Sensory. Let's look at, let's look at the sensory yeah. piece because this is not going away, and it is no. truly who he is. Yeah, we definitely have sensory pieces going on here. You know, the avoidance of water over our head, the clothing. The, uh, the haircut. All I mean, of it. This is, I mean, yep. he's just the package. He is the yeah. package of sensory. So, sensory. Sensory is a very powerful mind and body experience for children. And it's so powerful that, you know, they are amazingly good at creating every scenario in their head to avoid all those pieces. Mm -hmm. And so, as he's growing and growing and growing, what you will start seeing um, is more and more defiance because his body is already predicting and already thinking what it's, you know, let's just take swimming. His body already knows, okay, the water temperature, mm -hmm. the smell of the chlorine, someone else touching me, the handing off of him, the, you know, handing him to someone else. All these pieces are for him, the absolute dread. His body's telling him no, his senses are telling him no, his, his nose, his, uh, I mean, just, yeah. Ugh. It's all there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do we do with that? The way that Kai has to be respected and understood is a very long, drawn-out process because what we have to do is slow his world because right now he's even waking up thinking, swimming, crying, tears. Mm -hmm. So we have to go back and reverse that and that whole process and not avoid telling him things and, and being really clear of his schedule. So we're giving him a lot of time for his brain to process just the swimming. So the night before, two days before, the Sunday before, looking at the whole schedule of the week, the anticipation, I know you don't want to deal with the anticipation of it because that's <laughs> who would want to deal with that. Who, as parents, we don't want to deal with it because we know he's going to complain about it. But by avoiding mm. and not giving him that space to process you're causing the initial piece and then, then that moment you're causing it to be more heightened and you think, mm -hmm. oh, it's going to be, well, yeah, he is going to complain. He is going to moan about it all week. That thinking is what we need. We need him to think it through okay. because his thinking is going to help his body to start regulating and, and understanding what it feels like and, what it, and, and that process for him will ultimately get him to where we need him to go. Okay. Do you think having a weekly swimming appointment would be even better because then it's like, you just know it, it's going to happen at some point. It would be good. I think so, what too. Does he, what does he say? Well, what do you say why he has to do swimming? What, well, what? I mean, I told him that it's like a life skill that he needs, that he needs to be safe around water and that mm -hmm. sort of thing, but that it's one of the most fun, wonderful things that there is, too, and that he hasn't gotten there, but I'm hoping yeah. that we, we do this talk. I'm like, someday <laughs> you're going to... So yeah, I'm like, someday okay. you are going to okay. love the water. Does, We're going to be a little fish. Does and he, he goes, love no, I'm not. to yeah. play in the bathtub? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Does he have, like, a time in there where he can just play in the yeah, bathtub we've been with good his about toys? That. Yeah. Okay, so that's... Yeah. Build upon that. Build upon that piece. So yeah. We've been working on blowing bubbles. Like, I've been trying to do a little bit of what they do you know and he like he's there i think he likes that he does i mean that that's yeah. right i mean so the more we can do on a daily basis at home okay and that positive experience with him and, and that introduction and then having him pour water over his head versus you pouring mm. water over his head everything we can empower him to do for himself in that process of water is key okay okay he pretends to have swim lessons he does pretend swim lessons 
in the bathtub. He does, yeah, well, he does it like, yeah, you're oh. right. He'll like, I pushed off the wall and he's yeah, kicking. Good, and, good, good. So, he, yeah. so he's really trying to work through. Yeah. But it, but so he, he knows all the physical pieces that it involves, but it's that yeah. mental piece yeah. that he is. And that's that yeah. sensory piece that, that controls and the anxiety controls yeah. that sensory piece. So, and, and it is partially having to do with having to be with somebody else. I mean, he wasn't great at the parent and me <laughs> aspect either yes. when he was younger, but. Yeah. He is so, not okay, so, about, he's okay with his two moms and sometimes yeah. with my, my in-laws, his other grandparents, sometimes with my parents. Yeah. And that's so, about it. He doesn't, and, he doesn't and, even acknowledge and I, teachers. And, I, and I've seen Kai in, in, in different situations too. He, th- there, isn't, there isn't really, he doesn't have that real interpersonal need to, to really yeah. attach to anybody else. So what, what I like to encourage and what I like to use the language of anytime we're handing our children off to anybody else that might be something new to them. Mm-hmm. I really like to build bridges. Bridges are those things that we start talking about, about the instructor. Now, is the instructor a, a person that you know who it's going to be, or does it change a lot? That's and part that. of it was we had someone like three or four weeks in a row, and it was good. And then we went two or three weeks where they had a different person each time. So I'm, I'd like to pick someone, yeah. you know, find and, someone And, and this, this is a situation where I, knowing, okay, knowing what his challenges are, knowing the anxiety we have, knowing that this is a definite life skill I want him to have, mm-hmm. I would ultimately really kind of ch- want to choose for him a different learning environment. Okay, this is where you start looking at, I want them to learn this, so I'm going to find a different. So this would be it where I'd like to go maybe one-on-one with a home pool with uh, the same instructor and not because mm-hmm. this, this environment for him, number one, if it's an inside environment or it's very loud, it's very overwhelming, it's going to be very difficult. And so it, you had all those other elements of this, the noise and the sound and the children and the, all the strangers and all these people are oh my God. all those it's added the, on top all that. of it. Right? It's all that. You are and absolutely then, then right. By the time he gets to the actual swimming, which he's he actually disaster. might enjoy, he is, yeah. he's already overwhelmed. He's already out, yeah. out of regulation. He totally cannot even begin to process what you're asking him to do. You're right. So he would be better. I would recommend a one-on-one, a person's pool, someone he can really get to know. Building that bridge with that person. That okay. means getting to know that person. Like I was explaining him at swim lessons, and yeah. they're like, oh, you, I don't know what they called it, but they're like, it's for two weeks. It it's is. like every day for 20, for 20 Yeah, exactly. That and is, I was like, I was sitting there going, I'm like, that sounds expensive, but that sounds well, like that's the only way Kai's going to do exactly. this. Exactly. But you can also, if you're going to the Y or going to some other pool place, you ask those instructors. A lot of them do private lessons in mm. people's pools. Mm-hmm. They do. Okay. Um, and so you can ask them, say, would, would you know, do you do lessons outside this? This environment's too overwhelming for my child. I am looking for private lessons in a private pool. If you know someone who has a pool, okay. you can look up and go on. Um, all the uh, is Google mm-hmm. uh, certified swim instructors in my area, and you'll get a list of okay. people who do this. Mm-hmm. So, how would you build? Let's just go. So, I'm going back to the how. How would you build a bridge with a stranger for your child? Let's just go over that real quick because that's a really big thing. Teachers, mm-hmm. instructors, uh, daycare workers, uh, you know, anything that we could take our children to, we mm-hmm. have to build. So, that means if you remember that whole piece <clears throat> that we we had way back when, when we used to bring apples to our teachers. Mm. Right. That was that was those beginning steps that our parents way back when that tradition started was when you bring something from home and you Mm. give it to that person, you are bringing something from your It actually started from the country when people had crops. They had apples in their apple Mm -hmm. trees and they would bring an apple to the teacher to give them as something from their home. It was almost a payment, but it really wasn't. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was that Mm -hmm. connection. So I like that. Those bridges are something that he can bring. Once, you know, it could be a picture that he drew of his, he loves 
Star Wars, let's say, mm-hmm. something he drew. It'd be, it might be something he drew, or it could be a story you could tell about, you know, at home he was practicing his swimming, and just little things, little tidbits that he can bring about himself to that person. Okay. And then He for, likes holding, like he'll, he you does. know, he just got a dinosaur from his sister Lucy, and he, now it's his favorite thing. Yes. Yeah, so so would, I think he would, he would be with good he with some sort of... He would take the dinosaur of, with him. Yeah. Yes. Take the dinosaur with him. He would introduce, you know, bring the dinosaur show it, and just yeah. show it. And that would be give some avenue for that adult and that child to interact on something besides okay. just like, hi, 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 Kai, how are you? No, wow, mm-hmm. look at your dinosaur. That's, That's good. pretty cool. I wonder if he likes, I wonder if dinosaurs can swim. You know, that would be that, yeah. that piece. But that would be my recommendation on, on the swimming. Okay. Okay. Now, the other one was the... I mean, the haircut I think I solved because did. I had yeah. found a... We're going to go to the same person. Okay, so... And, <laughs> and, there, and it's not... La- like, she has... I couldn't even hear the, yeah. the buzzer. I mean, it's been okay, a so, huge so problem. Sensory piece again. Yeah. A buzzer is, uh, is the vibration and it's the noise. You yeah. can always put in earplugs, earbuds yeah. into his ears when he's getting his haircut. And then I think we talked about this before, about putting something in his mouth. Yeah, it Giving helped a little bit. Yeah. But the hair, you know, like the hair, the hair got no, in Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the other place that we're taking him to, our daughter loves it because there's like, it's loud, you know, the TV's okay, on, there's he, kids. But For him, it's a disaster. Once again. This other place was like dark and kind of dirty That's and right. gross. And, you know, and he loved, I mean, he was like, I was like, once I said again, to the person, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but Kai, Kai, it was amazing. That, that walking yeah. into a place that has a lot of noise and people and it's energy. so not him. Kai does not like energy. No, he, he does doesn't. not like You're right. energy. You're right. <laughs> He does not like the energy. He likes more of a controlled yeah, environment is, where he can read it and figure it out and feel yeah. safe and understand it and control it. And so, yeah, so you want to find the darker okay. places that he can't hurt. No, I'm just kidding. But, you no, know, no, those, but, those places I mean, that it, are different than, like, than his sister. So because, he, he did that haircut, right? I was so happy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, he got the haircut. Like, there was no tears. He just sat there and had a haircut. Like, it was, like, yeah, huge yeah. milestone. So let's go to Yogurt Land. And have some yogurt. I'm so happy. We went in there. He, we walked in, and he's like, "Too loud, too loud," yeah, you know. And I, yeah. so like, I was like, "It doesn't seem loud to me," but like, he's just not. Yeah. So we just gotta do. I, we so we struggle. My wife and I like, do we? Like sometimes it feels like we're catering to him to the point yeah. where my she drops off the two kids with my in laws a lot. She's always bringing him in because he would rather be dropped off by her, and there's gonna be less of a thing that might happen, you know, like a goodbye transition with her than with my in-laws. But then it ends, I just feel like we're catering to him quite a bit. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just going to be us that are going to be able to do anything with him in that way. And I, well, the, right, like right, right now, right now in his world, um, you have to realize that the, the word catering, that's our adult perspective of what we're doing. But if we could take the word catering out yeah. and just be more aware of what his needs are and empower him. So when he walks into yogurt land and it's too loud, instead of saying, Kai, what you can do is, yeah, it is loud. What can you do to make it not loud? Mm-hmm. Do you, if you want to stay here, you can cover your ears, mm-hmm. and we can go in, and I can help you get your order for you, mm-hmm. right, while you cover your ears. That's not catering. That's helping him manage that. Right. But he, usually we do walk out more often, so I love any, like, how well, can we get him through it without... Well, because what, what you're asking him to do is when he walks in, he you know when he walks in, he's going, just like I said... He's going to want to get a cup. He's going to want to pick his, his flavor out. Mm-hmm. And to do that, he has to use his hands. Mm. But he has to use his hands to cover his ears mm. because it's loud. Yeah. So you need to bend down on his level and whisper in his ear and say, hey, here's a deal. It's loud for you. Cover your ears because that's what you do if it's loud. Yeah. 
Protect your take ears. Take care of yourself, and I'll take care of the yogurt. Sort exactly. Of yeah. That's what he I think sometimes we do that, but that's a good, like, we'll do that. You have to remember a, that with a lot of things. That it, yeah. Then you don't feel like you're catering. You're actually helping. You're understanding him. And yeah. he's beginning now how to take care of himself. Because when he's in okay. preschool or in elementary school and it gets too loud and a bunch of children around him, you know, he could he has two choices. He can either cover his ears or remove himself to another area, mm -hmm. right, to that that make, works better for him. But you don't want him sitting there screaming and yelling. Mm -hmm. But we want him to be able to understand what his body is. So okay. the, the more we can right now in his early years make him more aware of what his body is telling him mm -hmm. and respect that, the more he'll be able to process it. So it's it's a it's a mutual thing right now. He's got to hear. You've got to hear him. He's got to understand it and know what to do with it. What we have to understand about Kai is he is a sensory child. And, you know, do you feel, do you and Christine feel that he might need to get an evaluation for this and maybe get some hmm. occupational therapy or... or um, God, um, I mean, I, I'm a special ed teacher and stuff. Like, I just haven't thought to that point. But I said the last three months, it's been, it's been pretty extreme. It's I been mean, he, he loves school and he participates in pretty much everything. One, one of the things I do want to hear, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say about this, is so he does a three-hour thing in the morning which he's fine. He does everything. Sometimes he doesn't want to do the art. Sometimes this and that. So he, this is at preschool. You're talking yeah, about like he pretty much participates in anything. I mean, we okay. even had a parent-teacher thing, and the, the teacher was basically like he's a leader. You know, like the kids really like to play with him. You know, we did. I don't feel like he's at that point, okay. you know, but I do think it, there is well, so there's some issues. One of the main issues at school is he loves being there for those three hours, we would like him to stay longer. He's now potty trained, and he can go to this upper school for lunch bunch is what they call it. So he's done it, what, I don't know, five times maybe. And the first time, I think it was fine, right? He didn't know what was happening, right? And some of his friends went, and it was yeah. cool. They Exciting. all ate lunch. Yeah. They went and played. We're like, all right, you know, we got an extra hour. We, You know, he'll stay instead of, sure. you know, sure. till 1130. We can go to 1230. I don't know. Maybe it was the second time. Maybe it was the third. He, maybe not all of his friends went. Whatever it was, he sat there, and he basically protested the whole time. He didn't eat. He didn't look at anybody. He didn't play with anybody. So a few times, we've done it a few other times. Some of his friends were there. It didn't matter. He didn't eat. He didn't play. You know, basically, you eat, and then you go play for an hour. I mean, it seemed like mm -hmm. the world. I, I don't know if some of it is leaving his little cocoon of the lower school thing mm. to the mm. upper school. Mm. I'm on spring break this week, so I told him I was going to go do lunch bunch with him on Monday okay. and Wednesday. Okay. That I said on Monday I'm going to go and sit with him the whole time. Wednesday, but I, I have a few things I have to do in my car. Sure. <laughs> I sure. was like, so basically, like, I'm going to go up there with you. Sure. <laughs> kind, of, kind, of, kind of get him yeah. started. And like, I'm not leaving the campus. So, but so I was saying, that's what I was thinking. Because yeah, by no, next no, week, I'm back great. to work, and no, I, I can't do it. Right? Was that okay? Yeah, I, don't I think, know. I think yeah. it's a good piece. Because yeah. what, what's going to help is going to give you some insight to what's going on. But right. Number, 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 the big thing is, though, is that, you know, the, the great thing is that he tried it, right? He was willing to go be yeah. part of it. And then once he saw what the reality was of what it is, so it's what it is is a bunch mm -hmm. of children sitting around and and eating and not getting up, right? So at home, True. is he really good about sitting and eating his food and not getting up? And, yeah, and, and he's not, good. He's, he's a good eater And at staying home. at the, the snack there, she's great. Okay. He definitely, like, he has two friends that are his best friends. Pretty much, the, he'll tell, he's very, he's pretty verbal. And he's like, I love so-and-so, and I love so-and-so, and I don't like, and sure, he lists sure. off all the other kids in his class <laughs> sure, or anybody sure, else he sure. knows in his life. Like his yeah. little nephew, my little nephew, he's not 
I mean, he still doesn't like him, and it's a year now. Like, he, sure. he just has certain... Those are these two kids, and if they're well, there, we're a little bit luckier. But because well, those are the buffers; those are his buffers. Mm. Those are his; those are his. In his Sister. world, those are yeah. Those yeah. are his people around him that don't overtalk, don't don't grab his food, don't do so many things that really bother him that yeah. he feels. We see them outside. We're friends, yeah. yeah. So, so he, he knows so he they're knows, like siblings yeah. almost in some yeah. ways. Yeah. yeah. What he's constantly looking for are people around him that when you talk about or that we're trying to. Um, Accommodate him, or or what was the word you used? You know, I'm a, cater. cater. The but catering he, feels like if we're we're he's only going to be dropped off by one of us every time. Like I, he know he sees his grandparents every day, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could take turns at this point. Like I don't think it's so outside the world. So that to me is cater. Like let's figure out how to let Popo and Gong Gong drop him off every now and then. Sure, like that's sure. what I want to work towards. That's yeah. same with the lunch bunch. Like we're ready to cancel lunch bunch. I'm like, no. Like let's figure. Is there a way yeah. we can help okay, them so, do an extra hour? That's well, what. I, well, let, that's let's what I want to do. Let's look at why grandparents. You know, for for the idea that that someone else is dropping him off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once again, we go back to what Sarah was saying about uh, Evan transitions. Yeah. Okay. Transitions. I know I was right down. <laughs> transitions are a really hard thing, and transitions are a, the ability to make a complete break from what you, they're currently doing, and to hold themselves together and to make that movement. Okay. Behaviors are a communication. So Kai is clearly saying that when I get to school and have to make that separation from my parents that I love to the school. I need transitions. I need to know, and I need it broken down little tidbits so I can make that happen. And you do that with him, but when grandma and grandpa do it, they may they not know, know those little tiny steps that it mm-hmm. takes to do it. And so Kai, with you and with grandpa, all need to have, and grandma need to have that conversation of, this. these are the steps that we do to get Kai, yeah. to, to drop Kai off, this is how he makes that transition. Will that eventually go away in his life? Yes. But right now he needs real clear breakdown of increments so he can process each one of those pieces because yeah. he can't just jump from A to C. He has to go through all A, B, C. He has to really okay. slowly go through the steps. I see that. And it's it's not um, every every step he's making, you've got to give him time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's hard is when we're rushing, when we're trying to get stuff done, he needs time to process, process, process. And so with grandma and grandpa taking them, grandma and grandpa are going to go with one of you when you see drop them do off. It. Yeah. And not just see it, but experience it, it and then let him see that, you know, so they're going to do it with you. Yeah. And then there's going to be a, the next week, it's going to be, you're going to be in a car and still be there, but grandma and grandpa are going to take them, okay. you know. You're going to break it down. Just don't go from A to C. You've yeah. got to break things down. Yeah. And we have, my wife's going to be out of town, and she's actually taking my mother-in-law, who is like the next best thing. So it's going to be my father-in-law and, father-in-law <laughs> and okay. I doing it. There you go. And two of the days I can't, I, I work, I you know, and I'm doing something else. I can't do it. So he's going to have to do it. We've all, we've actually thought of just dropping him off at one of our friends. And I think they might be able to do it a little, like maybe that's what we do. But once again, so think about, think about Kai's schedule, how, how, how definitely do. Yeah. How we can, you know, I I would try, give it a try at least and give him a lot of warning ahead of time and really process it and go through it. Not just that morning or that night before, but look at the whole week that mom's out of the town and then really laying out what's going to happen. Yeah. 
and he can protest, he can talk about it, he can be mad about it now. It's not enjoyable to hear, but that's what they need to do is process it. Okay. And that's what we have to get him is to really get that out instead of holding it all in yeah. and then not and then not be able to move. Okay. And he gets so oh, he gets stuck. Yeah. So it's like but, paralyzed. It is paralyzing. Yeah. It's very paralyzing. It is. And so that's <laughs> and at snow, it was the same thing at the snow. Uh, yeah. And so it you know, the whole idea of, you know, he, he, well, we, we were saying, too, like, he doesn't like being uncomfortable and putting on that snow thing and the oh, jacket. Well, I mean, he was like, he's he like, cold. he doesn't like being cold. Like, it was, and that we never do that. We don't have to do that, you know? And so it was, yeah. I don't know. I could have talked well, about it for years, okay, and I don't so, think it would have changed that situation. No, it wouldn't have. So <laughs> like, the, that one was So this would have been knowing you're going to the snow, which which you had it planned out. You yeah. knew you were going. It would have been, you, you know, if you have dress-up clothes at your house, it would have been having that snowsuit part of your dress-up repertoire or have them put it on at home numerous times Mm -hmm. and talk about why we wear that snowsuit. And then you love books. Get out of the No, we did the book. We did did all that. They were ready to go in the snow. wear that snowsuit at home. Put those boots on at home. But we wait until we get there. To put it on. And then we expect him. Some of it was, some of the stuff was up there. You know, we didn't have all the stuff down here. But you're right. Like, we did have some sort of snow, something he could have put on. Yeah. The big jacket. He doesn't it's, like jacket. I mean, he, he's all that stuff. Do, well, it, so should we no. have someone? Yeah. Maybe we well, should evaluate him. I mean, I, well, I don't, no. he's so, like on the cusp, I feel like. I don't, it's I don't a, know. So the big jackets, sensory children, don't <laughs> like one big heavy thing. They like multiple layers. Yeah. That's who they are, on not only their clothing, but of life. Yeah. With him, it would, might be wearing two long shirt, sleeve shirts and a, a vest. Vests are the number one piece for all my sensory children. Doesn't like vests. Hates them. Oh. I think okay. anything bulky. It's like it's a well, visual thing well, too. See, like okay. he looks at it, he's like, nope, not is wearing vest, that. Is like, the vest bulky? It's bulkier. Vests can be very, you know, the He's so, good with fleece. Okay. Okay. Sometimes, you know, like but I think you're right. Like I, I think he needs the layers. Layers and, and work much better than big bulk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, like and, I and the t- the tight feeling. So that's you okay. know, that's something to think about too. Does he like a real tight? Well, he loves like he not? tights. Like he has this one pair. Like you know the girl, the, yeah. all the girls wear yeah. or whatever. Like he'll wear that. He's wearing it today. Okay, he'll so, wear it every single day. He loves it okay, so much. I, I would. Um, does Maybe that's like, why. Like it's oh, it the is. tight thing. Oh, it is. <laughs> God, I didn't think about it. Is. it. it makes so, him feel successful. I love. I, I love. So something I would start finding for him would yeah. be Under Armour, but under cheaper than Under Armour is just get some swim shirts. The short sleeve sw- swim shirts. And you know, wear that. Tight. Yeah, totally. Wear that under his clothing in general all the time because yeah. that's going to give him that feeling of embracement of, of, of that. I love piece. it. So Under Armour or, or the swim shirts really give that feeling and then let him wear, if you, if you don't want to wear the tights under his pants, he could wear just the... the um, yeah, like the, the same shorts, idea, so the, the compression type. Yeah. yeah. Compression. yeah. Any, no, any, I love it. Pants. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that would help that a would, lot. Oh, it helps him so much, and, and with swimming too, okay. that would be that's you know, good. Putting him in that full piece. Yeah, too. I think you're. I think instead of because I already told him we're going twice this week to swim, and he's stressing. But I think I would like to look into that instead. I, I would. I would. Because what's yeah. the point of stressing? It's stressing him out. Like we need it, to do it is, something. It is. It is. And so are, are we? Are we? Are we compensating? No. Are we? Are we? Are we being aware of him? Yes. And right. I, and this is something of priority. So water safety is a big thing, and learning mm-hmm. to swim is a is a big piece too. Mm-hmm. And you you go you like to be in the water you like to do activities you, yeah. you're a very active family. We just need to keep remembering that he needs processing time. and the time, time and the processing and, and don't want to stress him out too much. About and it. empower him to Good. feel it, know it, 
and be aware of it. That's right. that's the big P. And that right. his body will learn to will he love it hundred percent? No. Will it be conflict? Yes. Right. But it's gonna be one less piece of the conflict. Okay. Well it just a quick question with that. If it's sensory, he may always struggle with the transition to totally. the pool. Completely. Yes. Or even once he becomes a swimmer. That's right. The transition from going from fully clothed to yes. mm-hmm. you know board shorts or whatever yes. and then into water may always take him exactly longer exactly. to process than yeah. the kid that's just going to run and jump in this is who he is this is who he was who he's born this is what mm-hmm. he is this is never going to go 100 percent yeah. away yeah this is who he is yeah so I mean, his well, first... we, ha- we have to teach him about that and, help and respect his body because yeah. if we don't respect his body growing up yeah. he's not going to learn to respect his body mm-hmm. and he's going to think he's always a bit odd mm-hmm. and why can't i do that if you teach them now, you can cover your ears when you go in those loud music. That's a normal response to loud yeah. music or to loud anything. We need to buy earplugs no matter what because we could. He just he doesn't necessarily have to have his hands on his ear. You know, like yeah. he can have them as like a well. You can because he does. Of, you can he just buy like some them. really nice headphones yeah. Yeah. for him, and then he'll he'll be cool. He'll be like cool kid wearing headphones. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We have, okay. And, and I have a student that he just. When we go into an assembly, he comes to the teacher and says, I'm going to need my headphones for the assembly. Yep. That makes sense. And so he knows to go get his headphones, and he wears yeah. them into the band it assembly. It keeps it and not yeah. feel so and bad. He, and then he can totally enjoy it. But if he doesn't have okay. it, that's major anxiety. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think it'll be okay. Thanks, guys. I needed, I needed her to tell me what to do. <laughs> Everyday Parenting is produced by me, Teresa Wang. The music you hear in our podcast is courtesy of Stephen Morell. Join the discussion. Search for Everyday Parenting Group on Facebook, where you can discuss the latest episode, ask for advice, give advice, and posit the question, what would Mary Beth do? You can also reach us at parentingpodcast.com or on Twitter, where our handle is Podcast Parents, or Instagram, where our handle is Everyday Parenting Podcast. Be sure to check our website for more tips at everydayparentingpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To make sure you catch our next episode, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you rate us on iTunes. It helps more people find us.